0: Welcome to the Faith to You podcast. I'm Pastor Caleb Schrader. We're continuing our series on biblical manhood and womanhood, and this is um, in First Timothy chapter 2. We're talking about men and women in the household of God. I told you last time that Paul wrote this letter to Timothy so people would know how they're supposed to conduct themselves in the church. Now, in the church doesn't just mean when you show up on Sunday. You're joined to the church, to the bride of Christ, at all times, And so he said, first, in verse 8, the men are supposed to pray everywhere. Well, in verse 9, he starts to address women. In verse 9, he says, also, the women are to dress themselves in modest clothing, with decency and good sense, not with elaborate hairstyles, gold, pearls, or expensive apparel, but with good works, as is proper for women who profess to worship God. Now, it's so important to understand, Paul's not concerned about what's on the outside. He's concerned about how what's on the outside reflects what's on the inside. So when he's telling men to lift up their hands in prayer, that doesn't mean, okay, you did a good job. You lift up your hands. He's concerned about what that expresses. And it's the same here. It's really easy for churches to slip into legalism when it comes to modesty and dress and hairstyle. That's not the issue. The issue is the heart. The issue with modesty and hairstyle and, and makeup and jewelry is the heart. And what it means to adorn yourself with a modest apparel means that you don't have a, I want to be seen. I want to be noticed. I want to turn heads. You don't have that as your mentality. Your body and your looks are not your idol. The Lord is. You want to glorify him. You want to care for the body that he's given you, but you want to bring him honor. If you're married, you want to honor your head, your husband. If you're a daughter of a father, you want to honor that father. And so you're thinking through those things in the way that you adorn yourself. So what's more important here is not the appearance, it's the attitude. And it's sometimes that appearance can reflect something about that attitude, but be careful here. Anyone in the church who's looking at people and looking at how they're dressed and judging their heart based on their clothes is in a dangerous place. You know what they say, don't judge a book by... It's cover so so there's positive and negative commands here first he says how a woman's supposed to adorn herself so several positive things she's supposed to adorn herself with respectful apparel with modesty and with self-control and, and so respectful apparel that's culturally defined you're you're adorning yourself in a respectable way and so that's based on your culture what is respectable in your culture now respectable in your culture transcends your generation unfortunately it's across generations and that's usually three generations so it's something respectful not just for your grandparents not just for your parents not just for yourself but for all three you're thinking about what would be respectful in this culture in modesty Modesty is also something that is somewhat defined by culture. Now, I mean, there's there are certain cultures where they have no modesty, they've let go of those standards, and that can be a reflection of a society that has re- rejected God. So we certainly see that in our American society. As people reject God, um, we see people wearing less and less clothing and San Francisco, um, they don't even have laws against public nudity anymore. And so that's obviously immodest. Um, And self-control. And so when a a woman is adorning herself, she needs to ask herself, am I convicted that this is wrong? And am I controlling myself when I respond to those convictions? Is somebody in my life telling me I shouldn't do something? And am I exercising self-control, willingly submitting to that person who has authority in my life or submitting myself to my own conscience? Am I exercising self-control in what I put on? How is she not to adorn herself? She's not to adorn herself, he says, in braided hair, gold, pearls, or costly attire. Now, what he's talking about here, it's not that it's inherently wrong for a woman to braid her hair. What he's talking about is making herself look like she's affluent, making herself look like she's desirable, making herself look like she's better than everybody else. And so getting dressed is not a competition. That's what's important. That's what he's saying right here. Because, you see, the women in Ephesus that Paul's writing to Timothy about wanted to look like they were rich, wanted to look like they were well-off. And and what happens when you gather together with a church that has poor people and rich people, and the rich people have their hair all done up and they're wearing all this jewelry, and the poor person over here can't afford that, It it visually separates them. And so they should want to dress in a way— that doesn't visually distinguish, that doesn't visually separate, that when people walk in, they're not going to be able to tell, oh, that group over there, those are the rich people, and that group over there, they're the, those are the poor people. There, There should be no distinction in your dress between you and the other women in the church. Instead of those outward things, What does he say a woman is to adorn herself with? He says she's supposed to adorn herself with good works. Now, what this means, this needs to be a woman's focus. More than what she's putting on, more than how people will perceive her clothing, she wants to think about how will the Lord perceive the works I'm doing for him. Am I doing works that are acceptable? Am I doing works that are God-glorifying? Am I doing works that are honoring to the Lord? Or am I being noticed? You see, that's the temptation I think for everyone to do things for eye service as man pleasers, for for men that has more to do with with the work itself, um, for women it has more to do with how they're perceived as they're doing that work, and that should not be your heart. Your focus is I want to do these works to glorify God. He says that they need, need to do it as is proper for those who profess to worship God. Now he well he doesn't qualify that, but Peter qualifies that really clearly in first Peter three in first peter three three he says don't let your beauty consist of outward things like elaborate hairstyles and wearing gold jewelry, but rather what is inside the heart the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit which is of great worth in God's sight what what this means is the greatest compliment a woman can receive is that she has a gorgeous spirit that she has a personality that reminds people of Jesus Christ, that she adorns the gospel with her conduct. This should be the desire of a woman's heart. Not that she'll be noticed for what she's put on the outside, but she'll be noticed by how what God has transformed on the inside is manifest on the outside. That person who's been transformed by the gospel, is being put on display. You see, the main issue here is, what are you focusing on? That's the main issue. And it's so easy to get lost in the weeds and to start thinking, okay, I'm wearing these clothes, so that means I'm okay. No, your heart could be totally wrong, and and you could be wearing something that's totally modest and have the wrong heart. The issue here is the heart. What's your focus? You could even be dressing really, really modestly um, because you want to be noticed. Because you want people to notice how modest you are. It's not so much about what you're putting on. It's about what your focus is. It's about what you want because of what you're putting on. It's about what you want because of how you're adorning yourself. So, so the question I have for the, the women who are listening to this podcast is, is, is your primary concern your inner beauty? Is that your primary concern? Now, if you're wondering, well, how can I tell? There's a litmus test. The litmus test is what discourages you. Do you get discouraged when people don't notice the new outfit, the new hairdo? Is that what discourages you? Or do you get discouraged when you fall short of grace in your conduct? Is that what discourages you? Make sure it's the latter. Make sure that what you're focusing on is that inner person, that imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit. That's what you want that imperishable quality. What does it mean it's imperishable? It means you're going to have eternal treasure, not for what you adorn yourself with here, but with that spirit that's been transformed by God, that's been manifest in the works you do for God. Think about this. Do you notice and repent when you boast, when you are unkind in your words and actions, when you are overly harsh? Do you notice those things? Do you repent of those things? Or do you notice when you don't get the compliment. You can tell what your focus is on by what discourages you and disappoints you about yourself. Learn to live more like Jesus, to put him on display. Why? Because He has taken up residence inside of you. Thank you so much for listening to me today. God bless.